By now, you've all heard of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, the latest book published by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. It's more than just another wine book. The fully updated second edition was inspired by students of the Vinitali International Academy and painstakingly reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. The benchmark producer's feature is a particularly important aspect of this revised edition. The selection makes it easier for our readers to get their hands on a bottle of wine that truly represents a particular grape or region. To pick up a copy, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to today's episode, part of another new mini-series on Voices about the Vinitaly International Academy Italian wine ambassadors who contributed to the new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. This new Mama Jumbo Shrimp publication was released in January 2023 and it provides a foundation for the Vinitaly International Academy Italian Wine Ambassadors course. Listen in as Cynthia chats with the personality who made this revised edition possible. And remember, you can also tune in each Saturday afternoon to hear narrated installments of this new book or head to Amazon.com to pick up your copy today. Welcome to Voices. This is me, Cynthia Chaplin, and I would like to welcome you all to the second in a series of interviews with Vinitaly International Academy Italian Wine Ambassadors, who contributed to the new edition of our amazing textbook, Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. And today I'm really happy to welcome my friend and fellow Vinitaly International Ambassador, Noel Dorsey. Noel is a wine educator at the Commonwealth Wine School in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and she also works in fine wine and rare spirits, cellar management for Skinner auctioneers and appraisers. She's a certified sommelier with the Court of Master Psalms in the USA, and she's currently on the path to becoming a maestro educator with Vinitaly International Academy, near and dear to my heart, teaching an introductory level course for people just beginning their Italian wine journey. So thank you so much for coming on today, Noel. I really appreciate your time. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. No, great pleasure to hear your voice again. You're you're quite new to VIA. You haven't been with us all that long, but you've become a gigantic supporter of everything we do. I just wondered, you know, how did you first hear about VIA? How did you get involved? You know, it's an interesting story. I, at the time, I think it was 20, it was 2016. And so VIA was pretty new at this point. And I had, I was a sommelier at Island Creek Oyster Bar and I had won a trip through Wine Enthusiast. They do, you know, these surveys for Psalms. Yeah, of course. And, you know, if you fill out the full survey, which is very tedious, I might add. (laughs) So I can see how some people never make it to the end. Then you, you know, get put into a lottery for a trip. And so you never think you're actually... Yeah, the proverbial hat. Right, exactly. You never think you're actually going to win any of those. And I actually won a trip to the Niagara region, Canada just for like a long weekend for their uh, cool climate Chardonnay convention. It was fascinating. And I'd never, I've got, I've, you know, I've had mostly ice wines and things from that area, but you don't get, or at the time didn't get a lot of Canadian wine. 
in the U.S. So I go on this trip and Ian Dagata is one of the speakers and leading some of the tastings. And I think it was the last evening, there was this big dinner outside and it was amazing because you're getting to meet all of these really interesting, cool people. And Ian happened to be at my table and we started talking about it. And that's when I first heard about Via and you know, all of the exciting things they were doing. So it was actually just coincidentally meeting Ian that um, I heard about it. And so then- Karma, it was meant to yeah, be. Yeah, seriously, it was so cool. And at that time they were doing the Colizione trips where you go to a region and, you know, you do a deep dive just for a couple of days. Of course. Um, so I got to go to Friuli there and then um, did via, I guess 2017 was my- was the first year I did it. Amazing. Amazing. So so you've been with the program longer than it would appear on paper, which is great to know, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to like put that on my resume. Like, I'm still part of the community starting at 2017, but I didn't actually pass until last year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 20, 2022. Well, that shows a gigantic dedication to the process you know, going four years to, to get through it and, and pass it. <laughs> well, I did take a couple of years off, but still studying, of course. But you didn't disappear seeing, so right. that's really no, good. No, and, well, and then as immediately, I think probably the ink on your certificate wasn't even dry, and uh, and I nabbed you to contribute to the new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Yes. By rewriting some of the five grapes for, for the must-know grapes section of the book. So, you know, besides the fact that I nagged you and bugged you to do it. <laughs> you did not, you did not bug me. In it. It's fine. I, I wanted to do it. <laughs> very kind. Very. What motivated you to take part in the revamp of the textbook? I mean, I, I now understand a level of commitment more to the community than I knew about before, but why did you want to be involved with the book? You know, I really loved the original Italian Wine Unplugged. Um, I thought it was an amazing resource. I mean, it still is, but knew it could go even deeper with a second edition. And I kind of jumped at the chance to be part of that. I mean, the first edition sought to make a more of a streamlined version with Ian Doggett's Native Grapes book as sort of the, the, the source or one of the main uh, influences. And it, it did well, but there were some technical aspects of the book, which we all know about, you know, that you know, some of the pages weren't lighting up and just like errors, etc. And the, the, the power of that book was there because just having those grapes and the maps and the food pairings. But I think everyone in the VIA community knew it could be better technically and a little more streamlined and easier to read at the same time going even more in depth because when did the first issue get released, right? Like 2017? 17. So it definitely, you know, there's more to know every year you know, every month there seems to be an update <laughs> on Italian wine. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Italian wine never gets old. They're always they're always doing something with the DOC, DOCG regulations. There's always something new, more developments in DNA. That's a very good point. Yeah, for sure. And having Shensa more involved with it. And yeah, I, I feel like we achieved it. I have not actually officially gotten the book yet, but I've looked at it. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's a very cool thing. As you said, Professor Scienza, who is the leading light in, you know, grape DNA and, you know, sort of vineyard geology and things in Europe, um, he contributed a, a huge amount of new material to the new book that, Amazing. you know, I'm very proud of to have there. So 
Um, I'm so glad that you were open to, to doing it. It's, it was a big job, I think, pre- more than anyone thought, you know, just rewriting some grapes. Um, we have such a great community of people who took that responsibility quite seriously. And of course, you were one of those people. So we're really grateful that you did that. Oh, no, I was happy to. I mean, the beautiful part of that is getting to do a little bit more research and digging in. Because even though you do so much studying for the Italian wine ambassador and expert, there's always going to be more to know, right? Like that's absolutely that's just how it goes. <laughs> and just being in the wine world, you can't know everything. And, you know, it was awesome to, to just dig deeper in and um, be able to share it in writing with others. So it's, it's interesting, this whole idea of being an Italian wine ambassador, you know, that's, that's what's behind the course. That's what's behind the book. We, we want that book to go out in the world and not only be used by students and, and by teachers, but also by people who are just enthusiastic about Italian wine and, and want to sort of, you know, as we always say, spread the gospel, spread the word about um, the excitement and the variety in Italian wine. So how do you see your role as an Italian wine ambassador? Now that you've achieved it, you've got the pin. What are you doing as an ambassador for Italian wines over in Boston? Well, first of all, I think as an Italian wine ambassador, my role is, of course, to promote Italian wine. But it's more than that. It's also Italian food and culture I mean, there's so much to know about Italian viticulture and grapes, cuisine, history, because each region of Italy brings its own identity and tradition. So in a way, you're not just promoting the Italian wine, but you're showcasing the beautiful distinctions of each area in each region. I mean, you have like the pesto of Liguria or Su Filindu, which translates to Threads of God. It's this beautiful cross-stitch Sardinian pasta. Um, or, you know, the pizza of Naples, Arancini. I mean, that's what the U.S. would kind of put them into a blanket of general Italian food. I'm putting that in quotes, you know, general Italian food. Um, but each region's history and distinctions are, like I said, what makes them so unique and wonderful. And being able to translate that as an educator is very, very important. Um, right now, uh, I teach wine classes privately. And at the Commonwealth Wine School in Cambridge, uh, I will be doing the Italian Wine Maestro class as well. I hope to be doing that in the spring, summer time. I'm going to nag you even more. Of course, you will be doing it by then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely will. I definitely will. But I've been doing, you know, just singular classes. Wines of Sicily. Um, I did. Uh, I took a trip with the Via community in 2021 to Sardinia. And so I did a class on Sardinia and... I did a lineup of Sangiovese and very, you know, various grapes and Italian wines. We also try to have fun and we'll try to mix, you know, food and literature, you know, to try to mix it up and not have it just to kind of cross, cross I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the word would be like, just, you know, different arts, get music involved um, and pair them with, with the books. And, you know, that was a fun class that we did, you know, having like reading some Dante and then having some Veneto, you know, Bel Policella with it. It's cool. Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local foods, and taking in the scenery. Now, back to the show.
that sounds amazing. I mean, it's it's so right what you said about you know how in, in places outside of Italy, Italian food tends to be sort of clumped together as as you said, quote unquote, Italian food. But all the regions are so different, and we forget that Italy is smaller in in size in landmass than the state of California. Yet we've got this enormous wealth of of not only grapes but culture and food and and history. So that's very cool what you're doing. That's exactly the definition of what we want Italian wine ambassadors to be doing, um, showcasing all of all of these really important things about Italian wine and everything that goes with wine: the food, the literature, everything else. So um, I think that's a perfect definition to to that quote-unquote job of being an Italian wine ambassador or responsibility or, I don't know, honor, um, which I always think of it as one when I'm out there doing that sort of stuff myself. I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about um, your thoughts on the VIA community. You know, we this book was very community-driven. Um, our, our students who have used it, um, teachers who have used it, uh, other people who have read it all came together and said, these are the changes we'd like to see. Um, the community was very active as you were in helping out with rewriting grapes. And I just wonder, you know, why are you such a devoted VIA supporter? What is it about VIA and the community that has engaged you to such an extent for all these years? You know, I mean, immediately doing, you know, that first trip and the, the first course, which, you know, I didn't pass, but learned so much. It's just the amazing people, the energy you know, knowledge is contagious and being around these like-minded folks who are so engaged, who love wine and are just, just fun, deep, interesting people. I mean, I love that. It felt like adult camp in a way that first year. I remember talking to Henry DeVar and we were like, you know, that first year was really something, you know, and you continue to create these collaborations and friendships over the years. So it ends up being like a beautiful reunion. And you don't just learn from, you know, w- watching the seminars and listening to Shensa, but you also learn from each other. And um, there's always like lots of opportunities that people are posting about. And, you know, I've, I've made some really great friends along the way. So it's a fantastic community and I recommend it to everyone. <laughs> Whenever I get a chance. We are super proud of it. And I, I love to hear it be spoken of in such a warm way. I know for myself, it's played a big role in sort of cementing my ideas about my career and, and why I'm living here in Italy. And it's it's really, really good to hear, um, you know, not just complimentary words for the sake of compliments, but, you know, a, a, a really heartfelt endorsement of why the community itself is important. As you said, you didn't pass the first time. A lot of people don't. Um, we've had masters of wine fail that exam. It's a really rigorous course. Oh yeah. It's difficult test. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's, you know, it, it does, it has created, as you said, this, this wonderful network of people who are very like-minded. I love the idea of adult camp. I think we're going to have to do something with that for for Via this year. Well, what I also love too, is even if you don't pass, you still have access to everything that you need, you know, and you're still able to go on some of these Gita Scholastica trips, which I know we haven't really like talked about or gone over, but the fact that there are these trips that you can go to various regions taste from the producers, have the seminars, see, you know, the region and, and meet these other people. 
I, f- I found that just wonderful because then you're able to really soak in everything you need to know about that wine or as much as you can. I mean, you might not be able to get everything. But. And it, it brings it all to life. I mean, that's our, that's our goal is to get your feet in the vineyard, standing on the soil, you know, holding onto the grapes, listening to the producer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it brings it all alive. And the next time that you're sitting in Boston on a snowy night and drinking a Fiano, you remember, you know, oh, when I was in Campania, I remember this. So I, you described the Gita Scholastica perfectly. I don't have to go into that now. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, I wasn't an ambassador yet, but they're giving you all the tools or via is giving you the tools to you know, hopefully come back and take it again and have this knowledge, you know, in your back pocket. Well, this is, this is what we want to do. And we want to, you know, keep the door open for, for more people to join the community. Who do you think are sort of the best candidates to become BIA students? How would you recommend people get ready, you know, aside from reading our amazing new book? Um, it, you know, we just said it's a, it's a tough course. It's a tough exam, you know, who do you think should be applying and how should they prepare themselves? You know, I was, I was thinking about this a lot and it kind of goes in a lot of different ways. I mean, taking the class and meeting these people, they kind of come from various backgrounds. So of course you have the Psalms or the people who are working with Italian wines and the importers and or distributors, um, writers, people have like an intimate knowledge Italian wine already. But you also have people from various jobs, maybe more marketing, um, or our friend Justine, who is an ambassador, and she started off as a housewife, and now she's doing wine-related stuff. But she didn't have the specific, you know, wine title. Just people who are super passionate, engaged, and curious, who, you know, are willing to put in the work and, and, and dive in. You know, yeah, anyone who's basically willing to go down the rabbit hole and discover all of the interconnectedness. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Um, engaged and passionate and willing to do the work. That's our, of course, our email address <laughs> is at just right. do the work. That's true. <laughs> um, so you've, you've thrown me that bone so I could get that out there. But it's, it is interesting. And I do think that that also plays a part in why our VIA community is, um, you know, the way that it is. Everybody in there has gone through the course. They may not have passed. They're still passionate. They're still taking part, as you said, in these uh, trips and other events that we do and, you know, reading the book, keeping up to date on our social media. And I think it's, um, yeah, it's very, it's very open to a lot of people. You don't have to be, um, you know, at the top of your game in the wine world. So that's a, that's an important thing to you yourself are a wine educator. Yes, exactly. Having a history of Italian wine and already having a background will only help you, of course. Of course, you know? of course. <laughs> and you know, I'm an educator too, and and I know you are. And as we discussed, you're on your way to becoming certified um, as a maestro educator for for Via mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. teach the intro level course for people who are just taking their first steps in the world of Italian wine. And I, I just wanted to ask you, we talk about this um, a lot on Voices. Uh, it's kind of a, a point of interest for me at the moment. Do you think wine education is keeping up with the changes in the global wine sector? You know, we've we've put out our new book. I'm hoping it will be relevant. I think it's um, awesome. Of course, I'm biased, but it is an awesome book. It's up to date, uh, but books don't stay up to date. And I just wonder... You know, what would you change in wine education? How would you like to see Via grow and the book 
grow in the future? I think I think overall that wine education has been kind of keeping up with the times. I mean, there is, of course, really solid the WSAT. You have the Italian wine scholar, Spanish wine scholar, you know, that sector. And of course, you know, the VIA courses. I do like to, like I said, have a little bit more fun and try to do the literature or the arts or the music background. I love um, Rebecca Lawrence, Dr. Rebecca Lawrence and how that whole hip hop and wine. I think that's really, really fun. Absolutely. Um, And and wine should be fun. Yeah. I think it's just engages people in a way. Not everyone is going to resonate with just a classic textbook and lecture. And so I think that having that as part of it, I will say that I wish there was a course similar to VIA for other countries because it is so comprehensive. And I know that, you know, Borgonia Wines has, you know, a section and, you know, they do the Napa Wine Academy and things like that. But there is something about the whole country and being able to focus and specialize and get just an expansive opportunity to learn about these wines that I I think other countries, like especially, I mean, France or Spain, would benefit from something as in-depth as this. That is a very interesting idea. I'm not sure we're going to find um, another Stevie Kim managing director of Vinitoli International to go and do these things in other countries. But I know. I doubt doubt that. (laughs) But it's very interesting that, that what you've pointed out, that it is such a comprehensive course. It really is a deep dive. And I think you're right. Again, I'm biased, but I think you're right. I think Via does something for Italian wines that other countries don't necessarily do for their wines yet. True. And I think, it. I mean, honestly, Italian wine has just been doing so well in so many markets. There are so many more Italian wine restaurants than I've ever seen before. And just Italian lists with interesting wines on them, like seeing Rossese on a list or Ruque. I mean, you know, more Lambrusco used to not see that. It used to be more of a general you know, Pinot Grigio, <laughs> the hits of San Giovese. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now you're, you're getting more unique varietals and people excited to talk about them. And it just goes to show how beautiful they are for food pairings. You know, they should be in restaurants and they're getting more exposure. That's true. And, and economically, you're absolutely right. The Italian wines are gaining in, you know, in market share. Um, they're number two in the UK, you know, they're, they're, they are gaining in market share. People are more curious, I think, now. I think so, too. Absolutely. And and there's so many interesting wines to try. So Absolutely. You know, there's a, lot, there's a bigger pool to draw from. I do love, um, and I, I've been thinking about this, too, is, um, you know how Tanya Morningstar does her Orvieto class, her Orvieto program, which seems so spectacular. And I, what I would love to see would be more of um, micro-focusing on just like small specific regions, you know, like having like a Matalcino ambassador. Um, I, you know, I know they have like a larger Valpolicella ambassador, but something like that, you know, um, I thought could be really fun, you know, Sardinia, like going even further and, and having an, a, another little, not little, but just another certification. Yeah. No, no. More specialized even. I understand where you're Yeah. Talking. More specialized. That's what I'm exactly. Exactly. Could be cool. You know, just like an extra. Absolutely. I don't know. That's something that I would like. (laughs) 
Well, before I let you go, I happen to know a fun fact about you that you've kind of alluded to in this conversation about pairing Italian wine with literature and with other cultural things. And I happen to know that you are an amazing singer with a degree in voice and opera. And I just Mm -hmm. wonder (laughs) if you could dream up a way to combine singing and Italian wine, what would you do? Oh my gosh. You know, I've, I've had these conversations with people. I actually have talked about this a lot with Jody Hellman and Aaron. When we were studying, because they were part of the study group, and you know, you're trying to do the mnemonic, you know, getting a poem or a song or something to remember, it's it's easier because it kind of gets in your body, right? So you're studying, and I think we were singing Shaka Tra to the to the tune of Shaka Khan. I love it. You know, like Shaka Tra, Shaka Tra, <laughs> which is really funny. Or of course, like a little bit of Monica in my life, like getting those integrating them with a song, but also doing a schoolhouse rock style for wine, I always thought would be really fun. Oh my gosh, we're showing our age. I remember schoolhouse rock. (laughs) I think half the people listening to this show are going to say, what are they talking about? It was on Saturday morning TV and it gave you little songs to remember the the multiplication tables and the preamble to the constitution. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great idea. Something like that, because I remember that did work. Yeah. And just animations and just fun, catchy tunes, you know, either about the grape or winemaking or, you know, DOC, DOC rules, you know, or just like small campaigns for grapes, like commercials or something like that. Okay. So now we know what Noel is going to be doing in the future. She's going to be doing <laughs> Italian grape schoolhouse rock edition. And I'm looking forward to that already. It would be so fun. <laughs> A whole new career. Aaron tomorrow's amazing. I actually messaged him this week. I was like, Hey, do you remember some of the songs we were really riffing on? Cause he has a wealth of them. So definitely tap him for it. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. This is a new project. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. Thank you so much for chatting with us. And thank you again for helping um, to do the rewrites of the grapes for Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. You'll have to tell me what you think when you have it in your hand, because it's my baby and I'm very proud of it. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope you'll, you know, put it up on a stand in your classroom and encourage people to to take a look and fall in love with it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I'm very much looking forward to, to having it in my hands. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a pleasure. You're welcome. Thanks, Noel. Take care. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening. And remember to tune in next Wednesday when I'll be chatting with another fascinating guest. Italian Wine Podcast is among the leading wine podcasts in the world and the only one with a daily show. Tune in every day and discover all our different shows. You can find us at italianwinepodcast.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Himalaya, or wherever you get your pods.